Hola, mi gente. We're two primas who love pop culture. Each week, we're talking about our favorite shows, music, and entertainment news from a Latina's point of view. I'm Elisa. And I'm Cece. You're listening to Pop Culture Primas. Let's get it poppin'. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. What's up everybody? This is Elisa. And I'm Cece and this is a very special episode that I'm super pumped for. Elisa, tell them what's up. So, <laughs> we are celebrating half of Pop Culture Prima's birthday. Woo! Leo's, Leo's, stand up. Leo season in full effect. Happy birthday, Cece. Thanks. Um, And I know Lisa's so pumped because this week she had to watch... All the shows I chose. Cece's favorite things. My everybody. favorite things. Um, she got to listen to all my favorite music. Cece's got, favorite songs. Got to eat all my favorite foods. Cece's favorite food. All my favorite desserts. Cece's favorite dessert. It's been the best week ever. <laughs> it's been a and, very long week. <laughs> yes, Elisa's been so pleased with me. But this episode. We're going to start with our weekly cheesement, and they've all been handpicked topics by yours truly, Cece. That's right. Let's, let's get into it. it. Yeah, all let's right. get into it. So, first and foremost, Taylor Swift. Surprise drop album this week. Were you really, because I know you're like super into Taylor Swift, so was that really a surprise? I think so, yeah. I mean... In hindsight, probably not so surprising because we were supposed to be, we as in myself, were the Swifters. We and Swifties were supposed to be going to Loverfest concerts this week and we're not. So uh, it's not that surprising in hindsight that Taylor would cook something up for her fans. But so, she released the, the album Folklore. I did a reaction video, stayed up really late. So check that out on our YouTube, on our website. Alisa, I know that you were sitting here when I did that reaction video. What did you think of the well, album? Well, you were like, oh, something, something folklore. And I was like, folklorico? <laughs> like, when did you start doing that? And you're like, no, it's T-Swift's new album. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like, cool T-Swift, whatevs. But I was, like, all about teardrops on my guitar. Like, yeah. I remember T-Swift was, like, 13, 12 when I started listening to her. <laughs> and so I was, like, about that life. But um, I had honestly haven't really listened to the her new album. I'll probably check it out. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't listened to it since that reaction video because it's Leo season. I don't want to be like depressed. Sad. Yeah. And it is very more of a solemn, mellow type of album. So maybe when it gets a little bit cooler, I'll be more into. Even though it, it was sad, like cool. I I'm all about people creating, especially during quarantine. Like yeah. it's a tough time to be creating, so that's cool. Like I I will listen to it because I just want to like hear it and be able to provide our primas the feedback they deserve. For sure. <laughs> hey, new music is better than no music. That's yeah. my motto in quarantine. So new music, uh cool. new babies on the pop culture scene. What? We're experiencing like pop royalty right now okay if you haven't if you don't know sierra just one two stepped into a new baby <laughs> congratulations <laughs> sierra yay with russell wilson a yeah. little seahawk yeah it was funny i saw an instagram post somebody was recording sierra with the face mask mm -hmm. and she was singing to her baby Aww. and it was like a, it was so beautiful but i was like damn give her a break she just delivered a baby was she singing goodies to her baby she was singing happy birthday oh, okay <laughs> but not the, as good but, cute. but the caption was like if sierra can wear a mask during labor 
You can too. Big big facts. Big facts. Mask up, AZ, and everywhere else. Yeah, please. But mask do you know up. who else had a new baby this week? Who? Joe Jonas, who's my fellow Leo, and oh, Sophie Turner. I know Joe Jonas is Nick Jonas's brother. Yes, and he's in <laughs> DNCE. And Sophie Turner, I know you won't know this, but mm-hmm. is in Game of Thrones, Queen of the North, Sansa Stark. So congrats to them. Big ups to them for sure. So we got new babies and we have a new bachelorette that started filming. Ooh, wait, who's the bachelorette? So the bachelorette is Claire Crawley. And I honestly. She's white? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. She's a white hairdresser from Sacramento. But the mm. big thing was her. Uh, she's been like a, a fan favorite that people have been requesting for years. So, so she's been on ha- the show before? Yeah, so she's okay. been on a couple like spin offs. So that's the trick. Exactly. Um, but what is crazy about her season is obviously it got postponed because of COVID. Yeah. And so they're they're switching up the filming style. They're going to be doing like kind of a quarantine bubble of all the contestants and her. And it's going to be in one location. So no traveling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're at a resort. Um, but I, I do think it's kind of interesting that she kind of not only got this like COVID burst her bubble on her season, but then also they announced The Bachelor matt james as the first black bachelor before her season even started yeah and matt james was actually supposed to be a a contestant on her season so it it is i don't understand yeah it's a super unusual season so i i'm curious to see how it's gonna go and if the ratings are as good because people are kind of just probably waiting for the bachelor to start does do you think it'll affect like who she picks like I'm, I'm wondering if like people or bachelors are scared to be on the show because of covid like yeah are these things gonna play into effect of who she picks and if she even finds love i don't know that's a good point but i do think the thing is that um it, it may be better for claire in the long run because a lot of times people are like oh they're not here for the right reasons because a lot of people are on the show to get a following and yeah. try and like be on The Bachelor or go to Paradise and stuff, but there's already a Bachelor picked, so none of these guys essentially can be The Bachelor, so hopefully they're there for the quote-unquote right right reasons. Right reasons. Yeah. I um, mean, if you fall in love during COVID, I feel like that's a pretty damn, like, real love. That's a story right that's there. A, a life partner. If you can find someone in the pandemic, bless your heart. <laughs> and if you can't, slide in my DMs. <laughs> big facts, big facts. Okay, so big news this week as well, uh, the Emmys. Did you see any of the nominations? Yeah, I saw a couple of them. There was a lot of, um, I mean, like I saw Insecure got a couple nods, which was cool. Issa and Yvonne got um, actress nods there. Um, Carrie Washington for um, Little Fires Everywhere. So that was cool. I know we watched that show. I love that show. So highly recommend that show. I'm glad Carrie Washington got that that nomination. That was great. Zendaya for Euphoria, so I'm I'm really excited to see that because I love Zendaya's performance. Was anyone else nominated from the cast, or was it just her? I'm not sure. I know she was the big one that I saw, though. I don't think so. That was a great show, too. Um, and then um, another one of my fellow Leos, Maya Rudolph, for playing Kamala <laughs> Harris on SNL. So, That's awesome. congrats. Um, any thoughts on some of the nominations? I mean. As Issa Rae said, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, yes, I am. But I, I, I'm disappointed because I don't even have an opportunity to, to root for anybody that's brown. That's yeah. That's Latinx. Yeah. Um, 
And I think there were several opportunities, like the show Pose. Mm-hmm. I know Billy Porter was nominated. Big ups to him. Love him. Love him as an actor. Love him as a musician. Uh, a musician. But like, there were so many other trans people on that show that I think deserved a nomination. Yeah, and I I did see some criticism about the Pose nominations, particularly because. Billy Porter seems to be kind of like the Emmy darling where um, a lot of the trans actors and actresses that are doing a lot of like transformative work on that show don't really get any of the recognition that he does. So I I do think that's a missed opportunity for sure. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because, you know, we have these award shows and I guess it serves as validation maybe for actors or actresses, whatever, however you identify. But I distinctly remember, like, I don't know how many years ago Solange tweeting about, we need to create our own award shows. We need to honor ourselves. We need to honor each other. And I think that's so important. It's like, fuck the Academy. Like, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. And I think one of the actresses from Pose kind of said that. Like, yeah. She's, you know, a trans woman and she said that, you know, not only am I here being this character on television, but she's like, she's like on the front lines of social justice mm-hmm. and she has movements. And so I think that's really cool. But like, it, it does suck not to see more Latinx nominations, but there's not a lot of Latinx shows. Yeah, I, th- I think it's even a more systemic type of problem because I mean I know a couple years ago there was the Oscar so white kind Mm -hmm. of hashtag that really got started from the black community in Hollywood Uh, but something we've kind of talked about I think off the podcast is how the black community really comes together to kind of rally and get some progress so they made a ton of progress this year in terms of um, their Emmy nominations but for the Latinx community, it seems like we're still so divided in terms of holding on to our our specific kind of culture. Like, I'm Puerto Rican, or I'm Mexican, or I'm Colombian. Yeah. When I think a lot of, like, the oppressors and people who aren't Latinx see us all the same anyway. So yeah. why do you think it's so hard for us to come together and try and make big changes in movement? I think it's hard in the industry of Hollywood because they don't want... I mean... Part of the reason I know for myself we started Pop Culture Primos was to give our perspective. Yep. And to give our point of view and to show, you know, what Latinas, women of color, what primas look like, do, and think. And I think that is very important. And I don't, and I, for the most part, I feel like it's very positive. And I don't feel like Hollywood wants to see that. I think Hollywood wants to see Latinos, especially as like drug dealers, maids. Um, I mean, like, I don't know that that movie was Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Yeah. It's like a total, it's like 90% Latino cast, but Mm -hmm. everybody's a drug dealer. Everybody's like single family home, no dad, gangs. And then like Shia LaBeouf is in there playing a cholo. So it's like, you know, cool, we're going to make this movie, but we don't want to make a movie about these Latinas who are empowered or Latinos that are empowered. So I think it's a, it's a bigger issue that Hollywood needs to to face. Yeah. And, and and I did see on social media too, like John Leguizamo kind of spoke out about this. Dasha Polanco from Orange is New Black talked about this. Like, they definitely kind of brought up how they were disappointed in no Latinx kind of representation in the award shows. But I did see some kind of comments on social media around how um, it was kind of anti-black. But 
I don't see that in terms of like I I am so happy for the black yeah. nominees and when they win like I feel it's a win for us but at the same time I do think like it is disappointing sometimes that like we can't like come together and make as much progress as Absolutely. has been for other other underrepresented communities yeah and I think that's like part of the problem of holding us back it's like dude I'm so happy for Issa Rae like where's and you know I know like Gina Rodriguez got freaking flamed for yeah. say, for saying things I feel like were misconstrued but I'm like dude I want a Latina Issa Rae and I don't think there's anything wrong with that like yeah. I'm still gonna watch her I'm still gonna follow her I'm a huge fan of her work and Insecure and like you know I've fallen in love with the other cast members like yeah orgy and amanda seals and natasha like i see them and even though like you know i'm a mexican puerto rican woman like i see myself in them and Mm -hmm. i see myself in their friends and i don't know why i'm like why can't i see more of that yeah from a latino point of view yep for sure and like i feel like we've tried to do that like the Alma Awards are gone, which the Alma Awards, which I'm sure most of you have never heard of it because it's not on TV anymore. Like yeah, I've the, never heard of that. The Alma Awards was like an organization started to highlight and to honor um, Latinos in film, TV, music. Like I've gone like twice to the Alma Awards and um, like Demi Lovato was there. Like Eva Longoria is like always the freaking spokesperson because yeah. she is just like the patron saint of like yeah. all things Latinidad. <laughs> And so, like, it sucks that, like, you know, we can't get this buy-in. Yeah. And I don't know what the answer is, but I know that there's a need, and I know that Latinas are, like, the number one consumer. Yeah. So And we have very um, heavy buying power. We're one of the biggest um, minority groups, I guess you could say. So um, I hope that it definitely changes, and I'm glad to see at least some people feeling the courage to speak out about it and... And kind of bring it to light because yeah. I'm I'm so happy that there's a lot of black representation, but at the same time I'm hoping that all kind of underrepresented yeah. groups can can move the needle as well. Absolutely, and you know, like Issa Rae said, I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of rooting for um, our yes. black our black brothers and sisters, let's um, talk about it. A big podcast in the in the hood. One of our podcast sisters now is. Michelle Obama. Yes, Michelle Obama is now our podcast prima. What's yes. up, girl? For Michelle, our, we love you. Our forever first lady. <laughs> hey, queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I listened to the first episode, and it was really cool. It was funny because even before the, for, the first episode came out, I saw on Instagram, like, a picture of her. Yeah. And my forever president Barack Obama and it was so cool it was just a still image of them but like when I saw the still image I envisioned their conversation I heard their laughter I heard their candor and it was just like I can't wait for this podcast yes I I think it's gonna be great and Barack is my fellow Leo so yeah you know that he's got that oh he's a Leo you know it and (laughs) we're gonna get way more into Leo season in our next section yeah but I just if you haven't like and subscribe the Michelle Obama podcast it is really good even though it's I've only listened to one episode they go they dive deep they talk about relationships and becoming who they are michelle obama talks a lot about her book becoming mm-hmm. and it's it's really cool i I listened to it twice actually because the first time i wasn't really paying attention and the second time <laughs> i was able to relate more and like understand more and it, it's funny how they clown on each other like yeah. their rhetoric that goes yeah. back and forth and so like highly recommend it it's if you want to feed your soul listen to this podcast yeah i can't wait to check it out 
Um, well, on that note, Barack is one of my favorite Leos, but we're going to get into some more Leo season and dive deeper into your favorite Leo, Cece's <laughs> favorite things. So we'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back, guys. What's happening? So now it's time to get into the meat and potatoes, Cece's favorite things. Are you excited, Elisa? I am excited. <laughs> if you can tell by the tone of my voice. Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Blink twice if I've held you hostage all week. <laughs> uh, so, what are your favorite things, Cece? Okay, so I know we talked a little bit about Barack Obama, who is also a Leo, but I wanted to share with you guys some of my other favorite Leos. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? <laughs> for my love. So, yeah. Yes. Let's Pop open a truly and let's get into it on some of my favorite Leos. First, Barack Obama. I think enough said. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> the end. Yeah. That's the list. Drop no, it. Drop the kidding. mic. <laughs> okay. Um, one of our other primas, a Boricua, who needs no introduction, J-Lo. Ow! And mostly just And her baby hairs. Yes, her baby hairs. Mostly because I just love J-Lo. She's just, like, such a great entertainer. I loved her in Selena. And I mean, she... I just want to, like, dance and love and dance <laughs> again. <laughs> and we saw her live last we year did. for your mom's birthday. We did, yeah. So it we... J-Lo has just always been a part of my life journey. So another Leo that I love. Okay. Casey Musgraves. I can't believe she's a Leo because you love her. I know. That's crazy. That Leo energy, man. And I kind of see it. I was actually kind of a little surprised, too. I was like, oh, my God, she's a Leo. I got so excited. It makes sense, though, because Cease, you're my golden hour. <laughs> I do play that album at least once a week. So um, It's a good album. I love Casey Musgraves. I'm a little sad that she's going through a divorce right now, but... Other than that, I mean, she makes But bangers. we saw her live the day after she won a Grammy. Yeah, wasn't that epic? That was an epic show. It, that a was very great. small venue. We saw her at the Van Buren. So, needless to say, she made my list of favorite Leos. Next on the list, I know Lisa's going to have a little tongue twister with this one, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> so, Daniel Radcliffe plays Harry Potter. Oh, um, so he's like a little kid. No, he's like our age. He's like an adult now. Like he does other things. So he's an actor. He's an actor, but I, I mean, say. most notably, he's Harry Potter. He's Harry Potter. Okay, that, that's his most notable role. But recently, I just got into. Yeah, you have Harry Potter books here in my room in my studio. <laughs> um, no, but he most recently um, has come back into my life with a show um, called Miracle Workers. So super hilarious. If you guys haven't checked it out, I love it. Okay, next on the list. I made Elisa a believer of this Leo, Sean Mendes. Mendes. My man, no, no disrespect, Camila, but Sean <laughs> Mendes can get it. Okay, wow, so he's a Leo. He's a Leo as well, and you gotta know, like his nail game's on point. He's got that kind of like he swag. plays a guitar. They yeah. say no more. He's got the swag. So take me to church. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean Mendes, I love it when you call a senorita. Call me. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay, next on my list is 
Another one of our primas, Boricua Gina Rodriguez. Hey, she's a Chicago Boricua. I love her. Yeah, I know she's been a little low-key lately, but I still love Jane the Virgin. Um, I love... Philly Brown, if you haven't seen it, check it out. What was that movie on Netflix a couple years ago that she did? It was like the breakup one. Oh. I forget the name, but it was really That's good. really good. I don't know why, but I always watch that movie like when I'm kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. And it's really good. And yeah. Gosh, there's another... I don't know the name of the actress, but that's in there too. But she's the actress that's also in... Um, what is it called? I don't remember. It's on Netflix, too. Oh, is it Britney Snow? That sounds familiar. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Anyways, Gina Rodriguez, happy birthday, happy Leo season. Okay, next on my list is Jennifer Lawrence. And Jennifer Lawrence... Silver Linings Playbook. Yes, so Je- okay, that is okay. exactly why Jennifer yes. Lawrence is on Because Silver Linings Playbook is probably one of my favorite movies. Um, she's been kind of low-key, too. I know she got married recently, but still... Hopefully, she'll be working on something soon that we can enjoy. Okay, next is Anna Kendrick. What? She's a Leo? She's a Leo as well. She's on Jesus and Mary. She does not give me the Leo vibe, but I do love her new show on HBO Max called Love Life. I know you gave it a couple tries, so you didn't really love it, but I did. I really liked it. I didn't like that movie or show. (laughs) I know. You did not like it. But I do love Pitch Perfect and... Anna Kendrick, so. Sorry, not to cut you off, but the movie that Gina Rodriguez was in on Netflix, Someone Great. Someone Great, And exactly. the reason I loved that movie was because she was like a musical journalist, so she wrote about music, oh, and she yeah. went to concerts, yes. and her husband, her boyfriend of however many years was yeah. like super cute. He's yes. also a breakout actor. Yes. So, great movie. Watch it on Netflix. Okay. Um, next on my list, Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse is a Binchy Leo. I mean, I guess that means Dylan Sprouse is as well. I guess that means Jughead's a Leo. Jughead is a Leo. <laughs> so Cole Sprouse, you may remember him as a little boy from Big Daddy, or most notably now on Riverdale as Jughead. Or Papi Chulo. <laughs> he's cute. And he's an activist. I love I, that. Dude, he got arrested protesting for Black Lives Matter a couple weeks ago. So Cole Sprouse can get it. He's got that Leo energy. He's got that lion aura. And I'm here for it. Okay, last on my list is Steve Carell. Aw. He's in a... <laughs> I feel like he does like a lot of the voices for Despicable Me. Yes, he's Gru. <laughs> he's Gru. That's who he is. Yes, so Steve Carell is Gru. Um, he's also Michael Scott on The Office. So, I mean, he has to be on the list because The Office is a classic and one of Cece's favorite things. What do you think? Okay, so you talked about all these different Leos. Is there anything that all of you have in common that besides this being a Leo? I think a lot of these people on the list are kind of like individualistic like they all have like maybe a little quirky or have have their their niche yeah like and that's something that I really pride myself on is being an individual and having my little things and my little quirks and really just diving into my passion so (laughs) as you saw this week yeah you got a lot of you're very passionate about a lot of things especially pop culture a hundred percent and plus like I think there's just kind of an air of like Degaff, like we like what we like, we are who we are, and it is what it is, you know. I said what I said. <laughs> I love it. Leo energy. Okay. So, Elisa, I know I made you watch a lot of my favorite shows for this podcast. Yes, you did. But oh. it was Cece's birthday week, Cece's favorite things. I 
gladly participated. Gladly. Send help. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's getting Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) No, but for real, we literally made uh, Elisa watch the pilot of at least a couple of my favorite shows. So I want to get your thoughts on what you thought of the pilot. Sure. Okay. So first up was Veep. We made you watch Veep. I love Veep. And by we, I mean I did. Yeah, I don't he, know why I keep saying we. The Leos and me <laughs> made yeah. you watch Veep. The Leos made me watch Veep. It's, okay, so we only watched one episode. Yeah. And when the show was created a couple years ago. Yeah, it has like eight seasons. And it has, like I feel like it hasn't aged. And it's like right? super timeless, the jokes. And like, you know me, I mean, if you've listened to the, this podcast, I'm obviously... I obviously am interested in politics. I yeah. love politics. And so, like, and I love women in power. And so it was just, like, hilarious to see uh, Julia. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. It yeah. was so funny to see her, first of all, front and center. And, yeah. like, the jokes and just, like, her staff. And, like, I have, like, a lot of experience working on campaigns. Yeah. And volunteering. And so, like, it was hilarious. Yes. I loved it. It was a great show. Yeah, I knew you would, that would be a good one to kind of ease you in to Cece's favorite things because I knew you could relate. Um, okay, I think the next one we watched after that <laughs> was One Tree Hill, which is near and dear to my heart. And I picked these shows because these are the shows that I usually watch. Like, They're your re-watch. favorite. I watch them over and over Cece's again. favorite things. Yeah, and I saw something on the internet where it says, like, people who have anxiety tend to watch the same shows over and over again because they just know how it What's ends gonna and when it's going to happen. That makes and sense, though. And I'm like, that's big facts. That's because, healing. Yes, because I have an anxiety disorder, and I am always watching the shows on this list. So that's how I kind of picked them. Which is interesting because some of them are pretty intense. Yeah, but you but, know how it's going to end. Yeah, you heard me singing, like, all the songs, like, on the soundtrack and stuff. So wait, episodes. One Tree Hill, was this about basketball? Yes. Okay, yes. yes. So the reason I picked the show is, one, it's my favorite. Two, I know that you love basketball. Yeah. So I thought that I could kind of lure you in with the sports kind of vibe. Thoughts? You definitely lured me in. Um, what was <laughs> funny about this show was the music. Yeah. Like, they are, they are playing the funniest music. It's and super like, emo. I was like, I'm... Pr- and they had a couple hip-hop songs in mm-hmm. there. Na, 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 guns and clothes. Oh, That's na, how all well my gangs is rolled. Something that was, <laughs> like, it was like, you children would never listen to this but yeah like i said i do love basketball and so that that was super intriguing to me so i'm like i don't know what high school this is but i'm like it's what's up do you have oh one tree hill high school oh that makes sense i'm like do you have a winning season um so yeah that was interesting but it was like these kids are like playing basketball in the street at midnight which was funny because growing up we used to play bas. I played basketball like my whole life, and mm-hmm. we used to play in Seminole at the cage, which like my cousin Freddie can totally attest to that. Like it was what like up, street Freddie? ball. We know you're a listener, so shout out to Freddie. Shout out to cousin Fred, primo Fred. Um, so that was like super funny. I need to find out if he watches this show because I think he would love that. Oh my gosh, it just brought back such great memories. Like it's so cringe, but at the same time, it's just so entertaining. And I think one of the leads is Chad Michael Murray, and yeah. like his haircut. Oh, Somebody help him. Dude, the, like, early 2000s fashion in some of these shows were tragic. He was, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, truly. Truly. Okay. The next one we saw kind of in the same vein was The O.C. And I can't believe you'd never seen this show before. I've never seen that. This was, like, all the rage when I was in high school. What and channel did it come on? I think it came out on Fox. 
But this is a show that, like, just brings back such good memories. I remember just, like, coming home from soccer practice and being like, oh, my God, the OC's on, sitting on the ground in my sweaty clothes and watching it and just being, like, so obsessed with it. I never watched it. <laughs> I'm I don't, shook. I don't shook. ever remember, like, anybody talking about it either. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We we lived in different, different worlds. Different worlds, dude. <laughs> totally. Okay. So what were your thoughts of the OC? I was like, fucking move me to the fucking Orange County. Let the beach be my... Like, that's a dream of mine. One day, and hopefully soon after COVID, like, the beach will be my backyard. You wanted to be Ryan in the show. Being yeah. adopted by rich people. I want to get adopted by rich people. I want to live in their house. I'll go to school. I'll do my homework. <laughs> I'll return the girl home. Like, whatever you need, I'll do it. Um, it was just super funny, but... I think what's super interesting about that show is that, like, I I mean, I watched Saved by the Bell, which also gave me unrealistic expectations of high school. Yeah. But then watching this, it was like, you know, a lot of the kids in Saved by the Bell weren't super rich, but, like, everybody on this show was rich. Yeah. If you lived on that block, like, they were going to a fashion show. Yeah. And, like, they were, like, partying on the beach and a bonfire and, like, everybody had their own car. So, like... I can see the appeal to that because that's probably how I felt when I was watching Super Sweet 16. Like, yeah. damn, I wish I wish I could relate to that. But yeah, totally. I, I, think I would like, love like, to have that kind of life. Yeah, and I totally think, like, middle America, middle class, like, totally, like, ate that shit up. Like, yeah. hell yeah, I want to see the beach and I want to see, like, fashion and mansions and stuff like that but side note those parties were super lit on the show they were super lit but don't bring back low-rise jeans please i'm not <laughs> don't i'm not ever. into that no i'm my quarantine body is not ready for that okay last show that i made you watch this week was the pilot to how i met your mother and this is a show that i know like watching back now is has a lot of problematic things and like some things I just noticed now that don't make me laugh as much as they used to. Um, but it's still, like, a very nostalgic and, like, easy show for me to watch. It's, like, sitcom format. Thoughts? So, again, never seen this show in my life. <laughs> never had it. I've always heard about it. Like, yeah. I've heard, like, other people talk about it. But I was never interested. I still don't know what what channel it comes on. Um, <laughs> I think it came out on CBS. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't have that channel. <laughs> I don't know her. Um, I don't know her. I don't know that channel. Um, initial thoughts were like, it was just like, it was hard for me because, I mean, I clearly I'm a woman. And so, like, I just love a, a female, like, narrative. Yeah. And, like, I don't know who the main guy was, but he was, like. Ted Mosby. Jealous slash insecure because his best friend was getting married. And yeah. so he's, like, that go about, like, trying to find a woman <laughs> and. Like, he finds a woman, and, like, she's dope as F, and, like... He blows it. He blows it. Yeah. And I'm just, like, men are trash. Well, don't continue on that show, then, if, you, <laughs> if you're if you upset about him blowing it, because Ted Mosby blows it for eight more seasons. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting to watch. But I love New York. Yeah. And they were in New York. But even in the first episode, it doesn't really feature too much of New York City, mm-hmm. because, like, they just go to, like, the same dive bar. Yeah. But Very sitcom. What do you, do you like about it? <laughs> so honestly, like when I started watching it, I think more when I was in college and like kind of after college, I think is when it ended, like a couple years after I was out of college. But I always just kind of wanted like a friend group like that, like an adult friend group. Yeah. And it's kind of funny watching it back now because I haven't watched that 
pilot in a long time, but I feel like we kind of have that here at our house. Yeah, like, totally. You're always coming over. My husband's here, and my brother-in-law's here, and it's kind of like that vibe of just like young adults hanging out and yeah. doing their thing, and like it. It's coming fruition. Yeah. So <laughs> dreams do come true, y'all. CC's don't give favorite up. Favorite things. <laughs> yeah, I I I would maybe watch like two or three more episodes, but it it didn't pique my interest like enough to be like, oh, I'm invested. I don't and I want to find out how I met your mother. I really don't care. <laughs> like, okay, well we'll we'll fast forward to the last episode. I mean, One Tree out. Hill and what was the other one? The OC? OC, like, those two are more like, I would give them a, a second. They, I would let them take me on a second date. Okay. Let's say that. Okay. So they got the first impression races. Yeah. Okay. And then Veep, Veep is, like, also Elise's favorite things now. Totally. Like, I feel like you're just going to take that and run with it. Yeah. So you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's end out this segment of Cece's favorite things um, with my playlist. So Cece's Songs I Love playlist. I know you listen to it. What were some of your thoughts on the overall playlist and some of your likes and dislikes? So it's just like, I feel like our <laughs> dynamic is extremely interesting. And now that we've gotten older, I feel like we share friends. Yeah. Like we have, I've introduced you to my friends. Mm-hmm. You've introduced me to yours. They yeah. become all of our friends. We all follow each other on Instagram. So like we're all like besties. Basically. And uh, that's kind of the same thing with music because yeah. I'll be like, come to come with me to this concert or you'll invite me to a concert. And so we have very, it's, it's very interesting because like we have very similar yet different music tastes. Okay. This is a very PC answer so far. I'm and, liking it. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, I like Casey Musgraves. She was on the list. Leo. Um, I don't like Drake. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. That's a different episode for another day. <laughs> I, I I guess I shouldn't say I don't like him because, like, I do like his popular music, but I'm just not, like, a fan. Like, I wouldn't go to, I wouldn't pay money to go to a concert. I wouldn't buy a CD from him. If someone gave it to me, I'd wear it. If someone gave me, like, a t-shirt, I would probably donate it. Damn. I just like, it's just, yeah, he's just not like my man. Um, What, there was a song on there, I don't remember, (laughs) Vance Joy? Oh, Vance Joy, I I enjoyed that. Really? Yeah. I'm shook. There's another song that wasn't on the playlist that I like of them. Oh, Riptide? Riptide, yeah. Yeah. I like Riptide. That's his banger. If Um, Vance Joy has bangers. (laughs) You had some old school Taylor Swift too. I did, I got you. Yep, that playlist has some range. You got to give me that. Yeah. Oh, and Coldplay. Coldplay. Yes. Coldplay. I I, I know you. Coldplay. That that is like a surprising one for me that you like Coldplay. No, like Coldplay reminds me of being in college and like trying to do my homework but not <laughs> succeeding and studying and still not succeeding. Um, that's what I would listen to because I thought Coldplay was like super relaxing and yeah. soothing to me. And next to Beyonce was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah, they put on a hell of a show. They're yeah. good performers and they they got the whole like concert picture yeah. down pat so that's cool okay um just very quickly um some of my favorite ig accounts i wanted to raise them and see if you, what you think i know you'll like some of them comments by celebs just because i love pop culture so much so it makes it super easy to see what celebs are saying on instagram <laughs> Yeah, I never used to follow that until you told me about it. Yeah, and I love how they do the Chrissy Teigen roundup every yeah. week, so I can always <laughs> stay up to date on what kind of drama she's cooking up on Twitter and Instagram. Then um, Humans of New York. I know you love New York. I'm not sure if you love follow it. this, but... Yeah, I, I follow them on Instagram, too. So good. I think it's just, like, such a humanizing account, and especially now in quarantine. Yeah. Like, reading some of the stories just... 
hits me in the feels, man. Yeah, and they have to get very creative because, like, I and what I also love about that account, like, I'm, I'm like so into fashion, but I love <laughs> that's one thing I love about New York is like I have some clothes, some especially some vintage pieces in yeah. my closet where like. If I wore them in Arizona, it's just, like, not the same. But when I go to New York, yeah. it's, like... You got your New York fit. I have my New York fits on lock. I'm ready. COVID, go away. <laughs> go far away. We got to do New York trip soon. It's coming. <laughs> okay. Um, and then two more that kind of go together. Um, Costco does it again, and Target does it again. And I know me and you go back and forth all day sending shit that we see on these accounts. So, you know, I thought, like, being in quarantine, I'd save money. Nah, fam. But... Like, these accounts. I don't even have a Costco membership. You buy all my stuff. Hey, but we make it work, and we literally went to Target today and picked up our orders. That drive-up, dude, is like... It's too convenient. It's too convenient. But you know what? Like, we talk about, like... I know I talk about putting my money where my mouth is, and, like, they pay their workers. Yeah. So I feel more comfortable supporting them, unlike some other motherfuckers, like Amazon, like, fuck them. But, so, like, I'm all about Target... Um, my last Instagram account, if you guys want to check it out, is Reese's Book Club. Um, and so that's What's that. <laughs> so that's Reese Reese Witherspoon's Book Club. She highlights Aww. a bunch of good books. Um, for all you bookworms out there who love to read as much as me, check it out. Um, usually, what she picks is on the bestseller, like right after that. So it's a good place to kind of get some good ideas on what to read. So this is I'll check it out. Yeah, you should. I'll send it to me on IG and I'll follow it for like a week. This was super fun. Thank you, Lisa, (laughs) for being such a good sport this week. I know that some of my picks were cringe and you 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 did it with a brave face and a smile. Yeah, you were a good sport. So I appreciate it. I'm here to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're gonna wrap this up um, after we take a quick break, so stay tuned. What's up, everybody? It's Elisa. Welcome back. And I'm Cece, still here. So we're still celebrating. In this household, we celebrate birthdays for at minimum a week. At minimum. And so, you know, it's like we said, birthdays hit different in quarantine. So like I had a couple questions for Cece. Like, imagine we were not in quarantine and COVID mm-hmm. was solved. What would like, how would you celebrate your birthday and who would be on the guest list? Well, you know, last year was my dirty 30 and yeah, yeah. and you helped me throw a rager of a party. It was so fun. We did like a roaring 20s, like end of my 20s party. And that was so much fun. A good time. We rented out. Like, that was a, an awesome fucking party. Easy. Uh, everyone had a great time. Everybody dressed up. Yeah. Cece's special cocktail. Definitely got a few of my guests <laughs> pretty lit. Those hit. Those, those were dangerous. But this year, I mean, really, I'm just really missing traveling. Like, I really try to travel as much as I can. And so this year, if I wasn't in quarantine, I would definitely be going on a trip mm-hmm. with you, my prima. Yeah. Maybe my husband will see how he was <laughs> acting by at the time. Um, but it would just be fun to go anywhere, honestly. Like, but where? Like, no limits. Like, I, girl, like... I'm ready for Elisa's favorite things. I already know. What is yours? <laughs> well, honestly, I was so, I really wanted to go to Italy this year, mm-hmm. and that took a turn mm-hmm. um, because COVID. So it would have been cool to just do like a kind of master of none, like pasta, oh, yeah. pizza, like 
eating around Italy, drinking wine. Any specific spots in Italy that you want to hit? Um, definitely Rome, um, Naples for the pizza. Yes. Um, I, Cinque Terre, just for the coastline and, you know, like, just literally anywhere. Venice, Venice, Venice. before it sinks, before it sinks. Of course. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, I'm really just missing traveling and, I am itching to get out of here, so please, Dr. Fauci and team, come up with a vaccine soon. <laughs> yeah. Keep working hard. So, we're unable to travel, but I did get you. This is one of your birthday gifts. I'm going to let you open it now, so oh, I hope you yeah. like it. Do you like the wrapping paper? How exciting. I know. This is, um, just for all our listeners, this is um, a Christmas-looking theme bag. It's that's a Christmas a bag. Filled with joy. Filled so with adorable. Is, you know, we don't want to, like, waste any wrapping paper. No. We're in a We're pandemic. The, the Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. Elisa talks about this book all the time. So I'm really excited to dig into this. Let's see. Aww. So, Elisa wrote a card that says, I hope you enjoy one of my favorite books. This book has had a positive impact on my life, and I hope you'll agree. Enjoy. Love you. Love, Elisa. I love you too, my Aww, Lima. I love you too. Okay. And it looks like we got a couple <laughs> cans in here. Hell yeah. We got some Trulies. These have been getting me through my quarantine. <laughs> so, I'm definitely going to be popping some tops of Cece's these. favorite flavor is pineapples. Pineapple. Pina. Send those so, bad boys through. Yeah. So, just pretend like you're... Drinking some Trulies with me, fam. Thank yeah. you. Very sweet. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, the Four Agreements. I actually bought it at Palabras, which is a local bookstore. Awesome. And it is written by Don Miguel Reese, our Latinx oh. brother. I love it. I'm going to so. take this on our camping trip. Yay. Can't wait. Can't wait to be in the hammock, just <laughs> chilling and reading this. Thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy. Okay. So I just opened a present, but I want to give a present to you guys. You don't have to listen to our ad on this episode. Yay! I'm sure you guys noticed. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick a song that I really love lately and let you guys enjoy that for the rest of your week. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week and take that Leo Lion energy into the rest of your month. Thank you, Cease. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>